you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Going to the hurry up offense. Yes, hi and hello football fans and welcome to the DDFP presented as always by McDonald's. Go get you some of that all day breakfast. A delicious choice anytime, morning, new or night. We are joined in Studio 66 by Pot Roast Terrence Knighton. New to the New England Patriots in just a little bit. We're going to be joined by our pal Jeff Schwartz, now of the Detroit Lions, for a food block conversation that will beat the band. Also coming up, Miami Dolphins running back star to be, I predict. Jay Ajay, first of all, let's get into the hurry up here. And the first question I have for you here, Pot Roast, okay. is, you know, there are some Ironic nicknames out there these days, and um, let's start off with uh, what was the ironic one that was inspiring this? Now I forget why we were doing this. something pot roast inspired. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. That's I really did forget the origin of it, even though you're sitting about uh, two feet away from me here. Pot roast. Your nickname is owed to the fact not that you love pot roast. It's that you had never eaten it, but then it was offered to you 30,000 feet in the sky when you were flying on the team plane once, right? Yeah, and then, like, two vets in behind me just basically said, oh, we're going to call you pot roast. And you know, I'm a rookie at the time, so I'm like, whatever. And <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm just happy I ordered that instead of shrimp Alfredo. <laughs> this could have went a whole different way. True. Like, rare could have went different. That would have been ironic, see? Yeah, Shrimpy Knighton would have been a weird name for someone <laughs> who looks works. the way you look. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, pot roast, I guess, you know, I guess pe- that lap pe- America fell in love with that nickname. Oh, yeah. It's it probably, you probably appreciate. Yeah, it's perfect for a nose tackle. Nose tackles, all nose tackles should have a nickname. If they don't, then they need to work on it. Well, one of the stars who's now joined those Patriots now, along with Martellus Bennett, Chris Long, so on and so forth. I was thinking about uh, other ironic nicknames. One I came up with is, let's say if you want to throw one out, you're more than welcome to. One that doesn't suit the guy. You know, it's like calling uh, a bald guy curly or something like that. The 
three I came up with that are in the NFL. What about if we start calling Ted Ginn Jr. Glue Hands Ginn? Glue Hands Ginn. Because he drops them sometimes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you just got to stick to something with his speed, you know. That, okay, yeah, yeah just, speed is, more, is nicer. Speaking yeah. of speed, what about number 17 of the San Diego Chargers? What if we start calling him Lightning Rivers? Because he's super fast or not. Or not. Or you can, um, you know, get on him about whining all the time on the phone. <laughs> and <laughs> for Flacco, he really is the one who started this entire conversation years ago. Let's just give it to him. Elite Geo Flacco. <laughs> just call him elite. It'll make elite, him happy. Right? He'll yeah, feel yeah. better. Yeah. Also, um, money. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. I, part of him saying that uh, did help get him paid there. Um, also, Ocho Cinco is now back in the league as a head coach. Who would you most like to see come back if you could see one guy, just not, not necessarily, I don't mean at this age, just one guy that the NFL would be better for having back in the league in some manner? Um, I would probably go with someone like Ray Lewis. I, mm. I mean, I can only imagine his pregame speeches. Every week, um, he would have something up his sleeve, and you know he he probably have just everyone in the locker room just like, you know, just motivated all the time, and just I don't know, I just at the same time he's a character too, you know what I mean, just with the whole dancing thing and all that. So I think that would be a fun team to be on. If I've heard some fun stories about those pregame speeches, I'll go with Harold Carmichael. He was a six foot eight wide receiver, super skinny back in the seventies. Caught touchdown passes, it seemed to my childhood eye, like he did it about twice a game. But he was super tall and lanky. You think Plexico was tall? This guy, it was six foot eight. I'd love to see a guy like that. Just the spectacle <laughs> of that. I'd also like to see a fullback who actually is a running threat. Back, I guess you wouldn't like that pot roast. You no, have to not deal at all. with today's uh, today's RBs. Um, lastly, your pals with before we get into the show proper here, Kevin Durant is your pal. How do you think it's going to sit with him? Because it, the early returns are is that he's now going to wear the black hat. You know, he's always been the good guy. You know, down there in OKC, but now there are going to be a lot of people booing him. How do you think that goes for him? I don't know, man. I, I think he should embrace being the villain. Um, hmm. You know. I mean, you can only blame the NBA for him being able to sign with this team. And uh, you have to, you know, hats off to Golden State for having the cap room and be able to do it and have all these superstars on their team. And, uh, you know, I was trying my best to recruit him to the Celtics. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, him being a friend, I just told him, you know, be selfish. And, you know, I kind of knew he was going to go to Golden State because I know how important winning the ring is to him. And, you know, he put himself in the best position and – um you know, anytime a superstar leaves, they're going to become the villain. LeBron was the villain in Miami. He went back and became, you know, Batman again. But, you know, it, it's at the end of the day, you know, uh, you know, you got to be selfish sometimes. Yeah, he acknowledged uh, that he doesn't think he and Russell Westbrook will, will ever be what they were when they were Batman and Robin together there. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, you know, it, that, would you rather live in Oklahoma City or would you rather go live in the Bay Area? I mean, just a, that alone seems pretty appealing. Yeah, and I mean, now it affects Russell Westbrook's career. I mean, now he's, you know, a trade candidate and, and um, you know, he'll be free agent. You know, he'll have to move now. And, you know, the sad thing is, you know, we won't be talking about Oklahoma City probably after next year. 
Although, what I have pointed out, as presently constituted, that OKC team, if you put them in the East, would be no worse than the second-best team in the in uh, in that conference. As good as the – I mean, the East has gotten better. Uh, Although, if, the, uh, if your Celtics get uh, Blake Griffin or Russell Westbrook, we both will, of which are will. rumored, if you get both of them, then you're going to beat uh, the Cavaliers. Start the show! Yes, hi and hello once again, and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, again presented by McDonald's. That's what we do. We do the hurry-up, but it's really the Andy Reid hurry-up pot <laughs> We appreciate you okay. joining us. Like I say, Jay, Jay Ajay and Jeff Schwartz coming up in a second. Real quick, though, before we get to uh, to those guys, I have a couple questions for you about the Patriots. We It now looks at least like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to play those first four games. Has there been any discussion, either text message, you and Chris Long and the guys or coaching or otherwise saying, hey, the defense now has to be huge in this first month for us? Um, not at all. I mean, defense, you know, me being a new guy, they already have a chip on their shoulders just from last year. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, whoever's the quarterback, you know, everybody's just going to have to, you know, come together and, you know, help them out, whether it's the rookie or whether it's Garoppolo, you know, and, um, you know, or whether they bring in a veteran guy, you never know. So, mm. um, you know, just – you know, Belichick, they're probably the most prepared, you know, uh, coaches in the league that I've, I've been around and that, you know, uh, they'll, they'll have something. And, you know, he has so many weapons, whoever is that quarterback, you know, it'll be very hard for you to go out there and look bad. So, Is there a different set of rules from what you've seen? You moved around a little bit over the last couple of years. In fact, uh, when you sat in this very seat a year ago, you were about to uh, start playing for our nation's capital. Have you perceived a different sort of standard, a different set of rules? Does anybody get in your ear and say, now that you're a Patriot, we don't like you mixing it up as much as – I mean, you're not a wild and crazy guy right, right. from from what I've sensed over the years, but still. I mean, I just think um, their main thing is you can do whatever you want. You're, you know, you're your own person. Just don't bring up our name. Don't put us hmm. in it. You know, if you're going to be active on Twitter like I am – keep it anything besides Patriots football. And, uh, you know, it's just that when you step in that building, though, it's all football, all the Twitter, all that stuff is out the window. And um, you know, I, I think that's what attracted me to it. You know, on my visit, it was just straight, you know, we want to win championships. That's all it's about here. We're going to work hard. You know, we got the right guys to do it. And, um, and that's all it's about there is just winning and playing football. I, I legitimately, as someone who loves the characters of pro football, the funny guys, you, Martellus Bennett, and Chris yeah. Long are three oh, yeah. of the very funniest guys in the league. So I'm concerned. I ask that question because I don't want you guys to change just because you're on the Patriots. And from the outside looking in, they're, they're more closed off. So don't go changing is what I'm saying. No, no, me and Chris have a great time in the locker room, but uh, – like I said, for the most part, you're either in meetings or you're on the field. So um, you have very little time to, you know, to, to jack around and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it, it's, you know, it's just the environment they created. And, you know, Belichick's not one of those guys you'll walk up to and say, oh, did you see the basketball game last night? You know, he'll, <laughs> you know, he'll look at you like you're crazy. I mean, so uh, it's just strictly business. That is something to get used to. He just stonewalls you a little bit. Oh, yeah. Two things real quick, and then we have the main event of things to choose either or or a number of things in the uh, in the new food block. One is Pat Patriot or Flying Elvis, Pot Roast Knighton, which is better? Uh I like Pat Patriot. Yes, yeah. that's right. The red jersey. Yeah, man. You think that would look better on you? 
Uh, then the then the blue or there they are. Look at him. He slaps the football. He looks angry. Yeah, I like that one better. The other guy. Look at him. Like he's he's you know he's elusive. You know I don't know about him. Yeah, I think this is just. I think it's just more. It's just more football. Yeah, you know I mean it's just more grit. It's just more attitude. And this one's just more like, you know, America's team type look. You know? I hear you. Yeah. Do you think you could dominate that center though if you had to? Yeah, of course. Do you? Good. <laughs> um, we have another guy who plays an offensive line that you'll uh, that we'll kibitz with in just a second here. Last thing though, who's more handsome, Tom Brady? Jimmy Garoppolo. Look at them. <laughs> Both handsome devils. They might be the two most handsome guys well, in all the league. Well, who's, who's his wife? Is he married? Is he Does he have a girlfriend? It's a good question. But then you're getting into charisma. And I'm just talking about, <laughs> I, and you know, I don't know what Tom Brady, I mean, I'm sure he cuts a different figure. He's very successful in life, more so than Garoppolo at this point. Just more handsome. You know, he looks like the one guy, like Ralph, who played Superman in, the, in uh, yeah, one of those movies. Yeah, but so many things around you can make you more handsome. So, if he goes out, if he if he goes out those first four games and goes four and zero, and you know, dates a, a supermodel, then you know we'll have a discussion. But right now, you know, I think twelve has the crown just because of his like supporting that. cast. I like that. You know what? Take that. You've been served, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> We're rooting for you. Pot roast is rooting for you to succeed in mm-hmm. September. But he wants you to remember, twelve is still where it's at, right? Oh yeah. Are you more handsome than Tom Brady? Of course, of course. You can do a Twitter poll. I'm pretty sure I'll win that one. All right, I'm going to put that one out. (laughs) Challenge accepted. That Twitter poll is coming at you right now, though. The food block with our pal Jeff Schwartz. Let's get into it here. Dave Yes, as promised, it's now time for the very popular segment known as the food block. Again, why do we talk about food-based issues with linemen? I think you, if your eyeballs are working, you know the reason for that. Uh-huh. So, Pot Roast, we are now joined by a returning member of the inaugural food block segment. There he is of the Detroit Lions, the author of <laughs> Eat My Schwartz. Go get it. Pre-order it if you have to. He wrote it with his brother Mitchell. It's Jeff. What's the poop, fella? How are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm excited to come back and debate some more food, my favorite subject of all time. Well, listen, uh, you're not alone in that. I enjoy it myself. And uh, and real quick, before – I don't know if there might be acrimony. These debates sometimes get a little heated. <laughs> Let's remind that Pot Roast and Schwartz, this is not the first time you've gone head-to-head, literally. <laughs> Take a look no. at this. Let's see, uh, let's see how these two looked out on the gridiron. Oh, boy. Oh, man. There you are. We scored, we scored, we scored on this play, though. Pot roast, you got cleared out there by 74. What happened? <laughs> then he pumped his fist in your face. Does that make you feel angry? Yeah, because he scored a touchdown. But... <laughs> now, wait. Pot roast isn't done yet, though. Oh, Bang. Oh, Take that, Schwartz. <laughs> Eat my Schwartz, indeed. Look under the pile <laughs> at the, the bottom. Right there, though. <laughs> well, we know who won the division that year. <laughs> Ooh. All right. So, oh, see, I like this. All right. We've already found the appropriate temperature for another important conversation. Um, oh, by the way, MMBQ, read uh, Jeff Schwartz's fine pages there talking about uh, talking about what it is to be a pro football player for Peter King's brand there. Real quick, Pot Rose, let me get your opinion. We started these food blocks out with the conversation. Gravy or icing, where do you come down there? Gotta go with gravy. Correct and wrong again to you, Jeff Schwartz. <laughs> Next up, best potato prep. 
What if you could only eat one kind of potato preparation, which would it be? Go with tots. Tots. I like that answer. Schwartz, how say you? Uh, uh, kettle chip. Kettle potato chip. Oh, okay. All right. I like both those answers. A little outside the box, both of them. Um, if you had to be in a food competition, which would be the best and worst food for you to compete with? Um, best for me would probably be like boneless wings, something like Ooh, that. Oh, yeah. They could just pop those all yeah, day. Yeah, but anything like spicy, like jalapenos or something like that, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Or like hot dogs, I couldn't do that. Anymore. Wonder how grim that would get if you had to just keep eating jalapeno shorts. Oh, say you. Um, I could do a pizza competition. I could put down some pizza when when I want. Um, the mm-hmm. worst, yeah, the worst. Um, like those challenges where you have to eat like seventy-two ounces of red of red meat. That would be tough for me. That's a lot of meat at one time. Well, that brings me to this. Today's subject is. Best color for food. We put it out to the Czech Republic. The people have spoken. They say brown. Now, what we're talking about is when the food is ready to eat, not when it's raw. Okay. What is the best color of food to eat? And you can only have that food, let's say, for the rest of your life. I start with you, Pot Roast. If I could eat steak and chocolate all day, I'd be good for the rest of my life. So you're I'll going go brown. brown. You're going I'll with go the brown. brown. Shorts, how yeah. about you? Brown. Brown is fried. It's carbs. It's dessert. It's all that. And a steak, the outside of the steak, if it's done right, if it's medium rare, the outside of the steak is seared. It's brown, maybe a little black. So I'm going with brown. So brown also offers most nuts, if you like a nut. I'm just covering the bases. Most beans, a lot of beans at least. Although baked beans sort of veer into the red category, I feel like. Um, yeah, most meats, that's the winner. Coffee, if you like your coffee. Soda Ooh, pops are mostly brown. A couple of beers out there. Now, some other to consider. Green, if you're a healthy sort. You're going to want your salads, a lot of your vegetables. But right. who wants that? Not on this po- Not on this podcast. No, indeed. No, indeed, no. Jeff Schwartz. Thank you for knowing your audience. Um, <laughs> yellow, it depends if you like bread. Do we consider bread brown or yellow, fellas? Um... I've seen some brown bread, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I think you just put bread in the white category. Yeah, I think so, too. And, by the way, let's not just discount white because you get rice. You can get eggs, you know, all manner of eggs or yellow. Fish. We combine those two. Fish. Yes. That's right, fish. Yeah, I like I like oh, good some good white bread. Yeah, I could do – white's a good, a good option, too. Um, many – well, the coconut, I mean, is it brown or white? It's a good, well, that's a good I think debate. what you're eating is going to be the and white, and so that's the flesh yeah. of it is white, and I think that's yeah. where we where, where we go there. Vanilla, there you go, vanilla. Yeah, it's oh, a good yeah. option. Yeah, oh, white I, white chocolate, which I don't like. <laughs> I don't like a white chocolate myself. I think it's overdone. But if you like marshmallows, whipped cream, white's pretty strong. As a matter of fact, yeah, I, I I did not think about that coming into this. You learn something new every day. That's what we're here to figure out. It's not like we had the answers going in. It's that when we leave the food block segment that we figured it all out. Let me make a quick case to you guys for red. Red has. Do you like wine? No red wine for you if you choose brown. Red wine. Do you like bacon? Because bacon's red. Do you like spe- do you like to go to an Italian restaurant, eat all the sauce, okay. marinara, you know? Will you eat the sauce alone? Well, li- hey, listen, 
What are you going to yeah, – it gets at least half credit, doesn't it, with the noodles that it's covering, whatever style – oh, by the way, you, that's another one for white slash, you know, off-white slash yellow. But you have noodles. to have the noodles – you have to have the noodles with the sauce. Otherwise, it's pointless. All right. Are you going to have the noodles without the sauce? Same answer, fella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can put butter on noodles. Okay. Just fine uh, butter. You got me in a loophole. Actually, yeah. fettuccine Alfredo. There you more, go. And more case for the white again. How about that? Yeah. We're really learning something here today. <laughs> How about uh, if you go to a Chinese restaurant, uh, Chinese-style ribs are red. You know how they have that weird, unnatural red color? That's a good one. Um, candy. Most good ca- – we can agree that the best kind of candy right. flavor is red flavor candy, right? I agree. The worst is probably brown. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they're brave enough. Well, they do once in a while. You can get one of those little root beer barrel candies, hard candy. Little Tootsie Rolls. Well, now you know what? Now you have me thinking. You said chocolate, yeah, but for fruit flavored candy, yeah, they wouldn't yeah, make. They wouldn't yeah. give you a brown one. <laughs> so you have that. You have all almost all good fruits are red, right? Apple, watermelon, right? Strawberries. It's yeah. about as far as my fruit love goes. Orange. Uh, an orange is orange, and a peach is orange. So orange deserves a little bit of love here. By the way, have you guys ever thought about the fact? That there is a fruit called a grape, and then there's also a fruit called a grapefruit. I say that somebody <laughs> needs to be taken to task at the food factory for being lazy. It must have been like 4.58 p.m. on Friday. Like, we need to come up with a name for this big orange thing. Right. Like, ah, <laughs> let's call it a grapefruit. Like, all right, fine. Let's just get let's just get to the weekend. Like, what? You have you right. already have one, and it's right. a little green or purple thing. It has nothing to do with that giant orb. There has to be a story behind that. I'd like to, to know about that pot roast. Hmm. Yeah, we should do an. In- you know what? Maybe next season in 2017, pot roast and Schwartz are the lead investigators on the food block. You go out and solve these <laughs> solve these food based issues. That could be a nice story, wouldn't yeah, it? That'd be cool. That'd be we, cool. We can do that. I like it. Hey, last thing. So, also, oh, today at the time of this recording, it is National Hot Dog Day. So, I know that. do you like a hot dog? Do you like a kielbasa? Do you like a chorizo? Do you like an andouille sausage? If you answered yes to any of those, then you just voted for red once again, didn't you? Red is a food color. I do not like hot dogs. I like the other ones you mentioned. A hot dog, I, I'll never eat a hot dog. What kind just of can't man do are it. you? What kind of man I can't do enjoy it. a nice wiener like can't, that? That's weird. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't do that. And, 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 and it's not a sandwich either. Oh, it's not. Hot, oh, that was my no. next. That was my final hot question dog, for a you. A hot dog is a hot dog. It's in a bun. It's not a sandwich. Pot roast, how say you? Uh, I got to go with a sandwich. It is a sandwich, you say. I agree. No, nope. <sighs> well, see – Schwartz disagrees, and I'm glad we could get back to a little acrimony. We want the conflict, fellas, and you two are too agreeable. I, I have there. bread. It's it, meat and bread. Let me, let, me, let me say it like this to you, though. If I said, let me give you a hypothetical, your friend's headed over to your place, and you say, oh, you know what? I'm feeling hungry. Pick up a couple of sandwiches on your way, if you don't mind. What if he shows up and he's like, yeah, here, I got some, I got some wieners. Would you say, I asked you for sandwiches. I didn't want wieners. <laughs> True? <laughs> True or false, pot roast? Ah. Uh. True. I agree. I agree with that. I don't, I don't know. It goes both ways. It goes both ways sometimes. All right. Good. Oh, ketchup. Ketchup is good on a wiener, too, by the way. Schwartz, final thoughts before we get out of here? 
I still think Brown's the winner. I think you made a strong case for red. Thank you. Um, but Brown also, um, yeah, Brown's the way to go. I, I was just, to be honest with you, now that we're wrapping up, I was just playing devil's Damashek. Of course, the correct answer is Brown, but I wanted to let you know about <laughs> we, red. We on something. Good. Right, just before you jump dive in and before you see if the pool even has water in it, I wanted to give you all options there. Yeah, I mean, you may be right about the hot dog thing, too, because Thank you go you. to a sandwich shop, you're not looking to get a hot dog. Thank you. Don't give him too much credit for things, man. It's not going to end up well. <laughs> hey, go get the book, Eat My Schwartz, pre-order it now. We got to get a brother-on-brother brother food blog going with uh, you and Mitchell already here. In the meantime, stay healthy, Schwartz. We hope to talk Thank to you, you before you head off to camp, and uh, thanks for joining us. Yep, take care, guys. There he goes, Jeff Schwartz. See, you guys were butting heads twice a year. Now you're best friends when it comes to the issue of brown food. Cool. I think that's nice. That's cool. nice. Food block, everybody. All right, let's get it. Let's get to it now. Pot Roast, thank you for joining us. Right now, we're going to catch up with, or I had this conversation earlier, with a great fella of the Miami Dolphins, originally born in the UK, Jay Ajay, everybody. How? <laughs> That's Dave Damashek. All right, this is exciting stuff, especially for the man seated to my immediate left because the guy seated to his immediate left plays for his beloved Miami Dolphins and fans of the Dolphins and fantasy fans are very interested in how this guy performs in 2016. It's Jay Ajay. What's the poop, fella? <laughs> what's, what's the poop? What's that mean? <laughs> Just like, what's going on? Yeah. So, so, yeah. Where, where, where'd that one come from? It's a very American colloquialism. Okay, yeah. please. No, everything's good, I had man. to I'm, understand it as I'm well. En- it took I'm, a enjoying, while. I'm enjoying myself. Just I kidding. like that th- this is exciting. You're not just Dolphins fan. Well, you're a Dolphins fan. You're a Dolphins player. Yeah. I assume that means you're a Dolphins fan. Did you have a team growing up? Uh, so when I moved to the States, moved to Texas, so um, Cowboys were the big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Um, but you, you've washed <laughs> your hands of that now, oh, and you're fully turquoise and orange. Well, you know, it kind of worked out where the Dolphins picked me in the draft, so that's my team. You know, exactly. What I'm Isn't it interesting that you that, are you intrigued? Which is more fascinating, that he has an English accent or that he has an English accent? Wait, for me, you're asking me the question? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, he's, he's English. Were and, you surprised, though, because you're in America? So, like, wait a second, you're, you're one of us. Oh, I mean, it's always cool, you know, uh, like, if I'm out and about and, like, I'll hear someone's accent, I'll just be like, oh, you're from London, and, uh, like, try and figure out where they're from, what part, and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. That Mick, probably... Luckhurst, Mick Luckhurst had an accent, the old left-footed Falcons was, kicker. Yeah. But outside of that, he was the first Jay? one. Who else? We uh, have Menelik. He plays Manalik for the Raiders. Watson plays for the mm-hmm. Raiders. Um, Jack Crawford, who oh, yeah, plays the for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. He's from the UK originally. There was another John Smith, the kicker for the Patriots, even oh, yeah. I think before or around the same time as Mitt Luckhurst. He's the one who they cleared. F.A. F-A. That's my boy. F.A. Yeah, he's the one who, but they cleared the snow off against the Dolphins in Foxborough for John Smith to make that kick. Anyway, I don't mean to objectify either one of you You, guys. You made us feel a little bit funny just now. I know, I don't mean to do that. Let's move on and talk about things people. (laughs) Let's talk about Brexit. Where do we, no. Oh, man. (laughs) That's just the downer right there. (laughs) We agree on that? Yeah, yeah, we agree on that one as well. Next up, I ask every Dolphins guy this, and I have to ask you now, Jay. What gives with the helmet? You know, they, they, the helmet used to have the dolphin 
jumping, you know, he's a jumping, but he wore a football helmet, but it had an M on it. So he wasn't on the Miami Dolphins, but he was on a team that had an M on the side of their hats. But then they took the helmet away. Any safety issue for you on that? For that Dolphin? Yeah. Um, I think the, the safety issue, I would say that they'll probably have to look out for the Dolphins, like concussion um, mm-hmm. details and stuff. That's my concern. Statistics in the ocean, like um, if Dolphins without helmets are more subjective to concussions, than dolphins with helmets. Right, but the helmet would block the blowhole, and I think they need that blowhole to be able to breathe. So I think maybe that was part of the problem. The dolphins would get, like, exhausted midway through the game because they hadn't been breathing properly. Yeah, I think they should do, like, a referendum on, you know, helmets on dolphins and and not on dolphins, like, kind of like the Brexit vote and just see where it goes, remain or leave. Mm -hmm. Helmetics or something like that. Helmics. Helmics. Yeah. Yeah. We'll work on it. Uh, I don't like that one. All right, let's do this right now. We we like to do this with uh, people related to teams. As we approach the 2016 season, I assume you're optimistic about where this team is headed. There's a lot of great stuff from Jarvis Landry and beyond about Adam Gase. What's your uh, relationship with Gase so far? Yeah, it's been great. Um, This whole spring, just uh, going through, learning the whole offense of him, um, getting to know his personality and everything, it's been really great. Um, he's a younger guy, so he's very fiery and energetic. He likes to talk a lot of crap uh, to us, <laughs> talks crap to the defensive to the defense, players. Right. I mean, it's, you feed off of it for, for sure. And so it's it's been really great, you know, just working hard and grinding out there with all the guys. We're really trying to just get this offense down so that, you know, as we get through the, the training camp, leading up through preseason that we set ourselves up for a great year. It does seem to me, you know, Bill Belichick notwithstanding, that in the 21st century, coaches in the NFL and, in fact, in pro sports in general seem to be the, – the guy. a lot of the guys that are successful as head coaches are players' coaches, so-called head, uh, players' coaches. And that's what I keep hearing is, man, Gase is delightful. He's a lot of fun to, you know, laughs it up with all the players and everything else. So room for optimism then, right? Yeah, he's. I would definitely uh, put him in the category of being a player's coach. Yeah. All right, let's dig into it then. 2016, you still have those Patriots. The Bills are good. The Jets look good. Let's take a look at uh, where your team's going to land here in terms of final record. Here's the right. schedule. Yikes! What a miserable start to the season, Jay. At the Seattle Seahawks, win or loss there, fellas? Win. Win. That's a win. That's a win. Oh, all right. Well, good. I see. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. See, I, I mentioned optimism. Who knew it was so high? New England Patriots in Foxborough. How say you guys? It's a win. Win. That's they, a win I mean, again. Week 17 last season, Dolphins played the Patriots. That was the most recent time the two teams have played. That was a win for the Dolphins. I'm you want to go through this whole list? Yes, I do. All right, because I was just going to say I'm going to say win every yeah. time. All right, let's see. Bring, come am on, I, am, I, am I supposed to say, um, no, I don't think we're going to win that game? No right. way. Are you supposed to? I don't know. Look at the man hey, in the mirror, hey, Jay, and ask hey, him. Hey, we go out there and step out on the field. If you start with a losing mentality, right. what's the point of stepping out on the field in the first place? Don't, that's the be, same. don't be a yes nah, man. Not, that's him. the same no, for me gonna, watching on I'm, TV. I'm, you hey. think I'm going to switch on the TV and say, I love, I'm going to watch the Dolphins today. There's no such today. thing as being a realist right. when, when, when you're playing the sport. I'm not going to pick against exactly. my, the team I'm playing. No, I, I, on, you know what? Jay, I, I respect Jay's stance. He's a professional athlete. He's going to be participating, playing a key role in these games. 
You have no excuse. Wait, you think I'm not playing a key role by sitting and watching this? No, I I, I think you are, but I think you can bring a little reality (laughs) to this, that the Miami Dolphins of 2016 aren't likely to become the second team in In NFL history history to run the table. Why not? Tell tell us why not. I wonder, were they saying that about the team that did the first? Right. Everyone has to do something. Well, I don't know. Let me not say it. I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to word it. (laughs) (laughs) Someone has to be the first to do something first. Again. Someone has to be the first people to to do it again. The first thing, I guess. Well, I'll tell you, like you say, if you get to mid-October and you're, you still are not, uh, you're still, you, you can steal a couple of games Mm-hmm. along the way there then you get into the meat of your divisional schedule there's a chance to make a run there once you once you get over this I mean that's a really daunting yeah. start to the season you go at Seahawks at Patriots <clears throat> at Bengals in week four you have you host Pittsburgh and then you get into the divisional games and uh and uh, pretty good yeah as you can see there Bills and then the Jets two home then, games then they come that's out where here. you get on your roll come out here to LA I think a couple weeks after that how about that? Four straight home games. That's where you get to make your hay, Jay. Yeah, right. I, I think, man, like you said, it, it, it's a, a daunting task. But, I mean, uh, you know, nothing ever worth having is easy, you know. And I think it's exciting to come into this season and seeing it. I think uh, we're excited for it with right, the let's, new coach. Let's definitely. see the second half here real quick, just to give it a look. All right, we already have you penciled in for 16 and yeah, a little, A little West <laughs> Coast. Little West Coast trip, back-to-back games, San Diego and LA, week ten and eleven. Oh yeah, you are we playing on Christmas Eve? Oh. Everyone's playing on Christmas oh, everyone Eve. Knows. Yeah, and uh, everyone plays and on New Year's because of that. Yep. Wait a second, you guys get at San Diego and then the week after at LA. I yeah, assume I, you're just going to stay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's what um, they were like talking about it during the the off season, like. If we go to LA, they were gonna try and schedule it two weeks in a row so yep. we could stay out here. So I think that's pretty cool. But of all the teams in uh, in football America that don't need a week in a sunny locale, it's the <laughs> Miami Dolphins. True, but I mean, the travel that would really suck. Oh you yeah, know that would be terrible. This, the trip oh, yeah. from, man. All right, let's see who's more American with a little quiz here, and I'm gonna start off. Is this off why with... we need to use these? Oh, yeah, you have to use the whiteboards right. here. It's a game show. Oh, Who's yeah. more American, Jay and Josh? Are they, they going to deport the loser? Yeah, maybe. This I, is to stay. We, we lose, stay. Our, we lose, we lose our, our status. I will tell you the winner gets a lifetime <laughs> supply of blue cheese dressing. So that's the uh, – or okay. ranch, if that's I your preference. I was going to say I lose on purpose. Yeah. All right, let's see. Let's see how good these questions are. Blue cheese dressing. Ever do the Jay what, what, Coming up on the next the DDFP. The chunks, though. Uh, That's what's good. No, nah, no thank Those you. Those are nice. It's actual well, cheese like is in when, the dressing. Is when you get the wing and then some of the wing sauce gets in there and then you've got like that orangey film on oh, top of it. Oh, That's when it starts me, that, getting good. Then nah. you dip your fry in that. Oh, yeah. That's good. All right, listen. This isn't time to talk about that. We, we, we have serious business. Who is the current president of the United States? Start off with, uh, I'm going to call that one an 8 out of scale of uh, 1 to 10 in difficulty. I hope that we can get that There's one. no points on uh, handwriting, right? No, 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 no. All right, cool. Let's see. Your answers, please. Obama! I drew an American flag. Do I get oh, any points that's for that? Not, yeah, you, get, you do get uh, extra credit right out of the gate. Thank Good you, for you very much. There. Yeah, look, he drew a look picture. Look at that. I should have put Barry O. <laughs> That's what I call him uh, oh, yeah, when he calls me on the phone. Eraser there. All right, <laughs> next up, who was the first president of the United States? Ooh. Okay, let's see. Handsome writing think, it down. 
I hope you know this because you have little you ones, handsome, and they're going to ask you. You're kind of behind the eight ball because you have your kids, and when they start going to elementary school, they're going to be like, Daddy! I don't know the answer. Who I don't know if I'm right. the president of the United States? <laughs> I think and this you're is be, right. I wouldn't know, son, but I can tell you about Brexit that, that's and what, prime that's ministers. Accent. That's his accent. That's what he. That's my answer. I I'm drew saying, a picture of him. Listen, did you hear his impression of how? No, and I, I hear it the whole time. Talking to you. I hear it the whole I time. Like I cannot wait for the Miami Dolphins to win the championship so that the confetti Come shall on, fall. Come on, Dave. You sound like a like a character of Harry Potter that yeah. got killed off early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In your dreams, Jay. All right, let's Professor see. Professor Damashek. Who's got it? Oh no. Is anyone right? Jay is right. Handsome was Hank wrong? is wrong. Do I get any picture, anything for the picture of him? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was not the first was president. Was he not? And he wore a top hat. But he has a beard. And Look he at had, that beard. He had a little chinny beard. He didn't have what? something yeah. that you would he, see. As, it was, that wasn't one of the wildlings on Game of Thrones. Oh, my gosh. That is terrible. <laughs> Who fought in the Civil War? Well, like, Americans. What do you mean? Who fought in the Civil War? Americans. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess that would be technically true. Although, if you ask some Americans this question, I've heard people in response to this say yeah, this the Germans. Could a, this could be a very interesting question. I want to see what you got there. I mean, you know, but handsome. That's a that's a, you're, you're winning that. You're getting that right on a technicality. I'm gonna, uh, add a little extra credit to mine. Handsome with the pictures. That's really your ballywick. It's yeah, not, it's not knowledge. I'm copying. I'm copying his idea of pictures. Artistry. That's yeah. for sure. All right. Cool. All right. You ready? Let's see it, everybody. Who fought in the Civil War? Oh my God. Oh, this is getting into a blowout. I'm not. I'm going to give you not even half credit, what quarter do you mean? credit, because I mean, if it's right, it's a technicality. But, North versus South. Well, of course, I knew that, but. <laughs> yeah, clearly you knew that one. Um, all right, here we go now. But not North Americans. North Americans? No. Yeah. Just it was pretty much American yeah. American. Oh, right. well, was that wrong? Was I wrong then? No, you no, were no, you, you were, were right. spot on. We so were both basically, right. uh, he's losing. All right, cool. Right. That's Badly. This, is, but this is the comeback. So this I'm, is the uh, comeback. like, how many questions closer to ranch? My, my life, <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime supply. You're zeroing of, in on it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Who wrote? The Declaration of Independence. I'm going to give you a clue. He spent some time in Europe during his lifetime. He did. Lived in France. Napoleon? Yeah. Napoleon. Weird that Napoleon. It's weird that Napoleon decided to write the. (laughs) He's trying to look at my video. I didn't really think it was Napoleon. For the US of A. Oh, that would be interesting. Um, That would be a weird move on his part. um, I feel like he would just make himself in charge if he did that. Here's another clue that will mean absolutely nothing to Handsome Hank. He was our third president. Go, let's see. Handsome seems to be drawing something. And it's time for your answers. Please show your whiteboards. I mean, that's your now you're you're mocking the competition while Jay comes through. As as you can see, the third president. Look at that, he got that. I don't know where I got that answer from. From me. But look at that. Thomas Jefferson. 
is correct. Who is that guy? Thomas Jefferson. I mean, again, if like you know, if you can't recognize, I've my, seen my... photographs of him, and that's actually very similar. Right. <clears throat> I just forgot his name. <laughs> now, now I feel like you're condescending and patronizing your foe here, Jay. That doesn't look anything like Thomas Jefferson. Really? I'm not a little like I'm Ben not Franklin. An expert, and I wouldn't say I'm not an odd expert either, Jay. You are. Sorry. Play Yankee Doodle Dandy. Jay is our champion. He wins a fictional lifetime supply of ranch <laughs> dressing and pretzels to dip those uh, to dip into that uh, ranch dressing. Jay Ajay, I've found you to be nothing short of delightful. You have done your nation proud. USA. You, I mean, I don't want to <laughs> dis- no, disrespect that's... the United States of America. No, not at all disrespectful. USA. Let's see who does a better James Bond. They're looking for a new one. Real quick, go ahead. You're answering. <clears throat> I mean, I, you, you've seen my but I'd I, like I, to I, see. I see uh, just give me the line. Name is Bond. James Bond. That was terrible. All right, what? Jay, you can only go up from there. Um, can I take the Aston out today? <laughs> it must be. This is embarrassing. This, this was going to be bad. a nice. This was going to be a this nice thought, thing right. to meet a Dolphins player, right, and now he's humiliated you yeah, thoroughly. Yeah. That was yeah. you know, that was hey, good as well. I need that's that's um, my dream. Call. I need to borrow the Aston. Um, I need to borrow the Aston. Save October sixteenth. I hope you are right about uh, sweeping the schedule there, Jay. Have fun with Gase and everybody, and thanks oh, for man. joining Cheers. us today. Cheers. Thank you. Dave, Dave. I told you, Jay Ajay, delightful. In fact, behind the glass, let's take a quick vote. Pot roast, Jeff Schwartz, Jay Ajay. Oh, and we also had Rashad Jennings this week. Next week, we already had the conversation, and it's out there. If you want to get a little sneak preview for next for one of next week's guests, Chris Harris Jr., he and I resolved our little Twitter kerfuffle from earlier in 2016 around the Combine. We have that for you, but if you want to check it out in advance or at least a portion of our conversation, go to YouTube, the NFL channel, and you'll find it there. But real quick, go ahead. Who gets the MVP among uh, football players? You know, we do the Shecky Awards at the end of the calendar year. If you could nominate one person from this week, who would you nominate in the category, the prestigious category of favorite football playing guest? I start with you, Bartlett. I was a big fan of Jay Ajay this week. Pot roast was, may still be lingering outside that door there. I looked over my shoulder first just to make sure he was He's wasn't a around. big man. I don't know if you noticed that. He's a, he's a big human being. And his weight is all like he's perfect for nose tackle because his weight doesn't really start till just about above, a little above the navel, and then it just keeps going down south. It kind of reminds me of my wife. Well, she is nine months pregnant, though. No, leave out the pregnant part. I want you to cut the <laughs> pregnant part out there, uh, Emma VP behind the glass. <laughs> I'm sure she'll love that. You got In it. In fact, just, just send – Bartlett's wife, that clip, but make sure you just cut out before he says the nine months part. I'm sure, sure she'll appreciate that immensely. Sure. Although I will say, I've, I've said this to myriad women. When women who are super duper pregnant complain about like, oh, don't look at me. I'm so fat. It's like, yeah, you, didn't, you haven't been eating too many cheeseburgers. You're, you're, you're pregnant. You got a, a human living inside of you. That's why you're heavy. No one's pointing at you and thinking like, whoa, she needs to take off a few. You know? Yeah. Emma VP, how say you? Favorite uh, guest so far? Uh, favorite guest. Or not this. 
so far. We're done now for the right. Week. I'm gonna go with Rashad Jennings, I believe. Ah, he really he, made an entrance, I think, in that flowing jacket. Yeah, well, pretty cool. Ajay also had the flowing jacket, but he was also very handsome. I feel Rashad Jennings. Rashad was handsome, yeah. Yeah, I was fascinated by his. He shared with us his so-called quad, the three guys he shared in the dorm in his freshman year when he was a running back at Pitt. It was Clint Sessions who made the league. It was uh, Joe Flacco, and uh, it was future Hall of Famer Darrell Revis. Black tie, you round it out for us here. Oh, yeah, there you go. Kent Brown's back there. We got a full gang back there. Black tie, go ahead. For me, I got to go with uh, Jennings was fun, and I always like Schwartz. He's a fun guy for sure. But I got to go with J.I.J. Because, like you said, he's British, obviously lives here now and plays in the NFL, but he's also from a Nigerian family. So, in, in a way, J.I.J. is what I could have ended you are him. if I we played could call football. You, we could yeah. call you, instead of young Kobe, when when uh, we're talking football, you're young Jay from now on. Yeah, it's it's an alternate reality, you know. I got you. Like one of those like superhero movies. When we have more time, Black Tie, we do have to uh, we do have to kibitz. You do your own podcast, make it take it. But we do have to get in. We haven't you haven't been around to weigh in on this whole KD. Because I'm waiting for you to hop on a podcast. I wish we had more time with Pot Roast because I, we had so many things to get to here. I'm bummed. I wish we would have had a half an hour. That was the tip of the iceberg, right? I was very frustrated to have to move on from the KD subject. The best part about it, too, just even doing the even doing the food block, he was laughing the whole time you were saying Wiener. Just hysterical. <laughs> Listen, I want to talk about – I would love to – I would love – he must know KD, and it's interesting. Here's my thing. The one thing I'll say – I'm sorry. I know we're trying to wrap up. <laughs> the one thing I'll say about the KD thing, and we've already seen evidence of this from OKC saying, yeah, we had a pretty good idea he was leaving before he announced it. And Knighton, who's KD's friend, just said the same. So if K- if OKC, as I said, and I'm not kidding, if they, as they're constituted, they're not a bad team already. They're going to certainly go over 500, I would think, if they keep Westbrook. If they would have thrown some – that leads me to believe that they are going to trade Westbrook. And They that, have to. They, I mean, before the season. They have to, yeah. They will have before to get rid deadline, of him because yeah. otherwise, why wouldn't they have taken a run – at Chandler Parsons or Harrison Barnes. It's funny money anyway, so it doesn't matter how much you pay them. And if you put, let's say, Harrison Barnes or Parsons on the, that team, they would be maybe the second-best team in the West. Yeah, I think they'll have to move move some cap around, I think, because they could resign KD because he was their player. But all things considered, they might have to move some money around to get some of those new free agents. But, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think so. Not with the raise cap. I don't think they'd have to move much money around. They're only yeah, I'm sure highly they paid I'm guy I'm sure they could have got it done, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Kent Brown wants a vote uh, as well. Let's let him cast his vote for favorite player. Somebody say pot roast him. He was terrific. He was sublime even. I'd go Chris Harris, Jr. I think he was good. You guys did the diaper-changing contest. Plus, he admitted Antonio Brown was the best receiver in the NFL, which pretty sure you, me, Emma, VP, we all agree with that. And – he even talked about his old quarterback, Brock Osweiler, versus his new potential quarterback, Paxton Lynch. Go check that out at YouTube if you want to see a sneak preview of that conversation. Yes, he was a swell fella. I wonder if he would have been as pleasant about the whole Twitter kerfuffle, though, had the Broncos not won the Super Bowl. He was he was perfectly breezy about the whole thing. Meantime, Damashek, the Steelers fan, wringing his hands. A.B. would have gotten you if he had another crack at you. Anyway, that's it. Oh, one more thing to tell you. The uh, the great uh, Big Cat from Barstool Sports 
is tentatively uh, going to be with us next Thursday via the Skype. We're like using the Skype here on the big screen, so we'll look forward to Kibitz in one of him, with him, one of the uh, one of the great stars in uh, in sports media, rising star. I think he's going to dominate sports media. He'll be the biggest star. I'm going to say it now: the biggest star in sports media in three to five years from now. For shame the devil. Save me, of course, because I'd like to be there. You can play the music on once. Yeah, I can keep just keep talking. That's what you get when you got juice. You understand? You do, you ignore those cues to wrap the show. Now you can start the music if you'd like. See? Just let the music play if I want. See that? It's my name. I'll do what I want, Bartlett. Keep playing music. You can make fat jokes about your wife. Thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.